Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. C103 Gardening with the Mallow Home and Garden Festival May 26th to 28th at Cork Racecourse Mallow. It's too big to miss. And Peter Dowd of theirishgarden.com joining us on a WhatsApp. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Good afternoon on a lovely sunny Wednesday at long last. And, and the sun is shining here as well. And I was making the point uh, yesterday was such a gorgeous uh, spring day and there was warmth in the sun uh, even. And to hear the lawnmowers and the smell of cut grass, there's, there's something wonderful about it. Yeah, just to feel uh, it's probably one of the first days that you I remember standing outside and it's not just bright, but you could, as you say, actually feel a bit of heat on my back. It was lovely. Yeah, it's great. OK, straight into questions. Uh, Peter, please. What is a good fertiliser for a lawn? Uh, it's full of dandelions and moss. Thinking you. Well, if you want to, first of all, the dandelions, are, I know they're asking for a fertiliser, not a weed killer, which is good. But first of all, the dandelions are important, very important for the bees. So, so let them flower away. But the best. I also kind of, if you want to get rid of the moss, what you need to do is scarify it first, right? So, so go over it with a scarifier, which uh, is like a mechanical rake, Trish, which, which removes the moss and the thatch from the kind of soil surface at the, the base of the lawn. Uh, and then fertilize it with, uh, it, the, what I like to use is the lawn gold. It's the Irish one, the Galway one, which... Um, as I've said before in your program, using their own marketing speak, like the best way to prevent moss and weeds on a lawn is healthy grass. So if you can ensure good, healthy grass, scarifying in the first instance, then feeding it with the lawn gold, moss and weeds will have less of a chance to colonize. Okay. So if, if, you may not want to, but the reason I'm hesitating is because an awful lot of people, and nearly myself included, are quite happy to leave the moss on the lawn. I don't mind it. But if you want to get rid of the moss, scarify it first, then fertilize it with something like the lawn gold. And the reason I recommend that one is because it, 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 it works to keep the soil quite alkaline, uh, which is ideal conditions for ideal soil pH for, for grass growth, but not for moss growth. Uh, and instead of the moss going black or brown, it just kind of dissolves to dust. So you're not left with, with the job of having to rake out any black moss. So that'll be the, the, the best approach, I think. OK. Hi, Hi, Peter. I have an arch in my garden. I've had it for years. I have two climbers growing on it, one on either side. But on one side, the climber has died. It's so thick, all the birds are nesting in it. What a home for the birds. When is the right time to remove it? Obviously, post the, the nesting uh, season. But when is the right time to get rid of the part that has died and gone rotten? So horticulturally, once it's dead, there's no right time. You can do it whenever you want, really, because it's dead. So so uh, horticulturally, the it's not an issue. And so ecologically, it's an issue, obviously, because the birds are nesting in it. So as you just said, when the birds are finished nesting, so September, October, uh, that, that's probably when I'd remove it. 
Okay, a listener says, Peter, how does the Berberis Darwinia propagate? Can I take cuttings or is it the berries which come on it later on? I'm thinking of it as a fast growing species from places I've noticed it rotting spontaneously and I'm thinking of it as a hedge. I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing she meant rooting spontaneously instead of rotting spontaneously. Rooting, sorry, rooting spontaneously. <laughs> yeah, I so. Yeah. Um, but so, bo- both is the answer to the question. It'll grow from the seeds which are within the berries, uh, but it'll also grow from cutting. Now, being honest, I've never grown it from seed, uh, but I mean, it, it will because, as as she says in, in the in the in the text, that uh, you you do see it rooting and germinating spontaneously. You will see seedlings around an established plant. So uh, I've never tried the seeds but it's certainly worth to try just let the fruit dry out and desiccate naturally and now a lot of these seeds the, the berries you see that this is how nature works so so intrinsically together the birds will feed on the berries and very often the seed within needs to go through the bird's digestive system to to break up the seed coat so uh, and it comes out in a bird dropping so but you could try just drying the berries and taking out the seed and seeing if that works as i say i've never done it you take the cuttings you could take them as softwood cuttings during the summer, but you can also take them as heel cuttings or mallet cuttings rather uh, in January, which is without going into detail on, it, on on the program. If you just Google how to take cuttings from Berberus, uh, that's probably going to be your quickest way to get new plants. OK, hi, uh, Patricia. Question for Peter. I have both well-established and new rhubarb. I'm watering it and I'm feeding it with a seaweed compost. The new leaves on the established rhubarb are gone yellow and the stalks are rubbery. Can Peter give me some advice, please? The, well, the only on the established one, the only advice I would give there is possibly to, to mulch it. So you're feeding it with a good seaweed product, which is grand, um, but mulch it with more organic matter. It, it, it hasn't dried out because we've had an immense amount of rain, but mulching it with a good amount of organic materials, you know, it could be actual seaweed as opposed to the seaweed feed or, or farmyard manure, something like that, well-rotten manure, even your own homemade compost, that you can improve that soil structure around the plant and give it more humus and give it more nutrients. And that really is probably what you need to to thicken it up. It's possible that you overfed it with the, the seaweed, but I'd be more inclined to, um, because that can sometimes have the, the same symptom, if you like, as being hungry. Um, but I would look more at building up the, the the nutrients through using organic material like the ones I just mentioned there. OK, Paul in McCroom says he got a guy in to cut his hedges back in March. Um, the guy cutting it used a tractor. Problem is parts of the garden got damaged as a result of the tractor driving over the lawn. Uh, Paul wants to know how can he fix it? And there's no quick fix for Paul, unfortunately. Um, without seeing the damage, to seeing how how much of it is damaged, you just have to. You might might get away with just a couple of wheelbarrows of of soil, uh, or soil and sand mix in the tire tracks. Just put them down so that or put this that mix of 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 graded soil down on the tire tracks rake it and stand in it so that it ends up level with the surrounding grass and just reseed it that 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 is your quick fix actually now that i just said there isn't one but that is your quickest fix and hopefully if the damage isn't too widespread that will work if the damage is widespread and if you know for example if the truck was turning circles and digging up the whole lawn then i'm afraid you, you probably just have to start again and 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 it, that's a bigger job but uh, look hopefully it's just a question of a few tyre tracks uh, a sand and soil mix 50-50 get it level with the surrounding area and, and, and fresh seed 
Okay, and a listener says, what could be done with neighbours' Japanese knotweed going out of control? The neighbour, by the way, is not easy to approach. Oh. I thought the I thought that question was ending with what can be done with neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a tough um, one, isn't it? It is a very tough one. And, and you know, it's a sensitive one. Now, what, all I can tell you is the the the... the textbook answer if you like or the legal answer and that is if if you have Japanese knotweed on your property and if you're aware of it then if it spreads into a neighbouring property you're liable for it okay Mm. so it is an interesting one and if the neighbour is difficult to approach that's going to make it even more interesting I don't have a magic solution for you Um, I would there there is two I think it's only two maybe I'm wrong on this uh, licensed companies in the country to deal with Japanese knotweed and I think if it's a case of your neighbour is difficult to approach you might be best getting advice from one of them as opposed yeah. to me yeah. generally advising you over the, 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 the one of them is based in Kerry and they're called to the best of my knowledge it's a Japanese knotweed company or Japanese knotweed Ireland it, 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 but I, I would contact one of them um, and 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 get actual but do, but, do, but don't ignore if it is getting out of control no, you do not want it on your property, no matter who's liable for it. You don't want it on your property because it will just take over, yeah. Okay, we leave it there. Uh, busy week? Busy week, busy season, that time of the year. It's, it's kind of everything is growing in front of your eyes. I was just talking to, to somebody earlier, or yesterday, in fact. I have a beautiful uh, crab apple, which I wait for to flower every year because I cleared around it. And two weeks ago, it was hardly even in leaf. And and today the petals of the flowers are nearly gone. But right. it's you know it's that time of the year. It's, it's, it's so quick and and seasonal and transient. But enjoy the garden while we can. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, Peter, we'll talk to you again next uh, Wednesday. Thanks for that. Thanks, Richard. Thanks for joining Bye-bye. us. That is uh, Peter Dowd of the Irish Gardener dot com.